Good day, audience and followers. I hope all is well. Um, so thanks for coming back. It's another episode um, of the Tommy Laney Fitness Podcast. It's episode 16, Lost with Technology. So basically, it's the science of fitness tracking. Is counting calories realistic? Stop being a robot and be more human. Look in the mirror and not your phone and a five-minute body scan. So today's podcast, you're going to get all those topics, but they're all in line with each other. You'll figure it out by the end of the podcast. So I hope you enjoyed listening. If you had 28 minutes to spare, you're out for a walk or a run, get those earphones on and enjoy the listen. So let's dive straight into this. The science of fitness tracking. So I'm a bit of a nerd that way. I do a lot of uh, reading, a lot of studies. And from what I've read in my eyes, I think there is clearly, definitely great benefits by using, um, say, tracking devices. Uh, for, say, the likes of tracking your steps, your workouts to your sleep. Um, I do agree um, they can help with fat loss, but um, they definitely can also backfire and impact your progress if you're not uh, careful. So research has shown that they are not, they're not basically as accurate as you would have hoped. That's the only problem. So like overestimating the calories you burned, uh, say, doing whatever activity you're doing. For example, a study in 2016 found that activity trackers overestimated calories burned by 16 to 40% for state activities such as walking, climbing stairs, or even running. And then another study in 2017 found that most wrist-worn activity trackers overestimate calories burned by 28 to 93%. So, think about like eating back your calories too, you burn something like my fitness pal kind of encourages people to do, um, it absolutely drives you mad. Um, like you, you could quite easily go overboard on your daily calories by the likes of that carry on. There is no way when you burn, say, the, the calories that you should be putting them back in, like fit, my fitness pal uh, recommends, and I think that's half the problem. So if you're tracking calories, just be aware of the dose uh, and like take everything that you do with a pinch of salt when it comes to the number of calories that you're burning. Because um, that could definitely be affecting you reaching your goals. Um, so basically, I would say if your watch is saying you burned 400 calories, um, it's probably just 200. So take that into know. When you come to say uh, an app like MyFitnessPal, if it's telling you you need to get those 400 calories back in, well, realistically, you probably need to be getting in 200 if you know where you come from. So you have to be very careful. So all I'm trying to say is not to get too not to get too invested in calorie counting unless you're an a ninja of course and there is a clear purpose for that um a lot of people that would be very strict on it possibly would be athletes trained for pacific um competition or um you might have so say a bodybuilder that needs to get in shape for a competition too on that perspective it's probably uh you know it's clear and it's there's definitely a purpose but for the general person, uh, it's probably you really probably don't have to be doing something like that, um, unless you you're really, as I said, you're a ninja and you're good at doing it. So I suppose I suppose moving away from that, um, there are like benefits, say, from using tracking kind of things like uh, tracking your heart rate, 
Um, now, obviously, a heart rate monitor is a way better way to track your heart rate um, than, say, a watch on your wrist. There's going to be a huge uh, substantial difference within that, but at least, uh, you know, your arm is going to be accurate enough for, say, the general person. Um, but I would go with a heart rate monitor, if I, with my honest opinion. Um, and I suppose also think about your steps, um, how it can help you get moving too. So if you're kind of seeing that your steps are down, it might encourage you to do a little bit more steps the next day or something. So it can be good that way. And think of it as a way too, like if you did burn, say, 300 calories um, in a workout or whatever, um, and the workout prior to that you burned 400 calories, like, you know, it can show the intensity uh, of your workout was down from say choose this workout um you burn 300 calories but on mondays you burn 400 and that's what the, the obviously the device is telling you but um it kind of shows the what and that maybe your intensity wasn't as much on choose as it was on monday so it can kind of give you a little um what would you say help that way and that possibly could encourage you to work harder say for the next workout so it's feedback basically and um, my only advice out of this is just uh with with calories like you know take it as a, it's like them as a say a rough estimate is what i'm going to say and maybe you use your tracking system as a most motivational tool don't get too caught up in it uh, don't do don't rely um on them for showing how many calories you burn and most definitely don't um don't don't put um put that estimate of calories back into your body uh, like my fitness pal tells you especially if your goal is going to be said to uh, lose weight or whatever now if you want to do it that way and you want to gain weight that's the right approach of doing it and i think that's what the current problem is uh, people are, are just um underest overestimating the calories they burn and underestimating underestimating the calories they're putting into their body um, and that's why i'm not a big fan of calorie counting so is is counting calories realistic I just think about what I've just been talking about, tracking calories. It definitely has its pros and cons, like everyone else. So it 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 isn't like for everybody, but there are some people that will kind of want to do it. And um, so it's every person to their own, really. Um, I personally never focus on calories. Um, a person burns or consumes unless they know they're a ninja, basically, and that they're showing me that they are a ninja, at, um, and it's working for them. Uh, because most people that do it are on basically what I would say is on a roller coaster ride the whole time with uh, the calories, uh, calories coming in, calories going out, and then they are getting nowhere. So, um, you know, that's because I suppose realistically you do need to be a bit of a scientist, uh, to figure out that sweet spot when it comes to uh, getting the calories right uh, for whatever outcome you're looking to get. Um, so that can be very tough um, and I said about 5% of the population are probably doing uh, that right so um, I myself even I counted calories before and I must say the mental energy used up in me was unreal and it just taught me it's just not for me like um, it's not something that I, w- that I would plan on doing unless I had, was going to a bodybuilding competition or something then I possibly would do it for that specific time um, but a common thing I see uh, too as well is a calorie deficit uh, it's all over the bloody place. Uh, it rusts me to be honest because I think people just like saying it because it sounds sexy. Um, but um, realistically, um, but, you know you have to be realistic. Really, people are what it's really saying is that you're eating less 
or you're eating nothing really. I think that's what it really is saying. But sexier, obviously, to say I'm in a calorie deficit. But if people really understood that a calorie deficit can be reached by just working on, say, changing your eating habits and eating habits and regularly exercising, it can be reached without that being the focus, uh, counting calories. You can take away all that mental energy and just focus on improving those things. Um, if you're, like, at the end of it as well, if you're generally eating right foods, um, you can generally eat more than you ever could because they're good for your body and they're supporting your goal. So they're going to support, say, getting you lean, fit, and um, a healthy body. Um, I think a lot of the problem really is, is that if you're constantly counting calories, making up that number is done by whatever food options um, you do, and whatever food you put into your body doesn't really matter whether you're unhealthy or unhealthy. They want you to make up that number, and that's not good for long-term health. So you see where I'm going. Um, you know, you might be making a calorie deficit, but with with what realistically are you making that deficit with um if your food choices are not good what's the point in doing it that's my idea and i know you can make a deficit through exercise uh too which is probably a good way of doing it Um, if you are eating like good foods uh you can do your deficit through your exercise instead of having to do it through the food and um, if you are focused on eating better improving on what and how to eat um in my eyes that's a lot less of mental energy and you do have you don't have to get caught up basically in the vicious circle of counting of calorie counting. Uh, so be smart basically. And if you are counting calories, ask yourself, what has changed in the year? Are you getting to where you need to be? If nothing is different has changed in the year, maybe you need to take a better uh, approach uh, to become a better you. That's all I can say. So as I said, move on to the next one now. So stop being a robot and be a human. This is something I made up myself, so it's random. Um, but you're probably saying, what the hell is he saying? Yeah, so it is simple what I'm saying. Where I come from with this, right, so basically I was walking down the bog, my hometown um, uh, in Mount Malik, and kind of something struck me, and I was in a, a strike of lightning, thank God. Um, so I don't think I'd be here if it was. Um, I just got a brainwave basically saying that humans are gone more robotic than they even realise. Um, do you know when you're going that walk and you get into that zone, start kicking in anyway and i said why and i said i think we're in a technology stimulation um and that and that is the way humans are going basically and uh, so nearly every everything got to do with your body you now track with technology food sleep movement and the rest of it and um i i just hope you're with me here um so i then said um like how are people gone this way um, well I suppose in my eyes I kind of said to myself I suppose there's a multi-billion dollar tech firms out there um, and know what what they're at basically when it comes to that and they want us to be more robotic because that is the, that's their fitness uh, model or their business model um, at the end of the day and we're just basically their, their culprits at the end of the day um, if that's kind of the way you, if that's the way you follow things um, now there is huge benefits of it. Um, obviously, tracking and all that can help. Uh, you just have to want to be careful to dose like everything else out there. Too much of a good thing can become very addictive and maybe go again. Yeah. So I really think um, something like, or I really think like sometimes there's definitely something wrong with me. But I tend to go the other way. 
Um, I don't, I don't track anything at all, nothing. Um, I might look now and again at my steps, um, or my heart rate during a run or a workout, just to ensure I'm not getting lazy about things and I'm kind of keeping up at a certain number. But uh, that's not too often, uh, because I kind of know myself what I'm doing. Um, I do work on everything, but more in a human-like way. Um, that's why I come up with this idea of be more of a human than a robot. Um, so like feeling I need to work out, um, I work out by the feeling I get. Um, I listen to my body cues, basically, um, and it just keeps me uh, within the moment. So I have my sleep sorted as well. So I go to bed at a certain time and I wake up at a certain time like our ancestors used to do. Um, and it's natural. Um, and so if I got a bad sleep, I'll let you know why I got a bad sleep. And I don't need to check my phone, basically, to see if I got a bad sleep. That's what I'm trying to get out here. Um, so I also tell I eat when I'm hungry and I stop from when I'm full. And I have my phone tell me, right, you need to eat this, get your calories up and all this crack. I eat when I feel I need to eat and I stop when I feel I'm full. And that's a key point for me, keeping lean as well. Um, and I know when I get an energy dip each day. I know the time. I know the specific thing because I've tried and tested these things and um, I'm aware of it. And I know that's nothing wrong with that. You know, I just maybe need to go for a walk or maybe have a 30-minute nap, something like that that's going to kind of get my energy levels back up um, because it's the way that your clock works, your 24-hour circadian clock, um, around 2 to 3 p.m. today, most people get the dip uh, within their body and that's when everybody tends to go for a coffee or either a nice little snack. Um, so, yeah, just be aware of that one. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect. Don't get me wrong. Um, I just... Do the basic things without using expensive tracking devices. Because you put, could pay up to three to four hundred for a bloody watch, and it's going to tell you things you can read, you can just understand yourself. You know, so it's taking you away from your real senses. You're relying on something that's on your arm or sword, and you're relying on your your own body and mind. Um, you're probably saying like this guy is a beep, uh, but I'm just being honest here. Um, I really think that there's more pro- problems arising nowadays. Like obesity, a lack of sleep, no energy, and people being on fit. Um, and I really think it's down to coming to lose the connection with our own bodies. And they're your intrinsic superpowers that you have, that you can be in control of, that you don't need technology to do that for you. But I think people are gone that way away from it. And that's why I think a lot of people are gone very, very robotic. Yes, yeah, so try and become more human if you can. Now, I'll move on to the next one. So this is a bit of a difficult one. You might not get me where I'm coming from. But look in the mirror, not your phone. This is just a common trend I see. And this is why I'm covering this. Because um, I see a lot of people putting pictures up on Instagram and uh, Facebook, whatever. And they're picture-perfect, filtered person. So the picture's filtered. Makes them look as if they lost bloody five stone and probably lost three. You know, and then other people are seeing that. So it's giving everybody else the wrong impression of who they really are. And the question I always ask myself, when that person looks at themselves in the mirror, um, are they happy? You know, the picture looks good on Instagram or Facebook. When they actually look in the mirror, are they happy? So that's why the mirror, I t- uh, thought of this mirror exercise, which I understand is definitely extremely harm to do, hard to do for most people, even myself uh, sometimes. But... You know, it makes you realise what's really going on. 
So like if you're on social media posting picture uh, perfect kind of things, what kind of message is that sending people? Uh, and then when they see you, they see a different you. You know, uh, you know, you look different to what you look on Instagram or whatever. So a mirror, uh, basically a mirror never lies, especially when it comes to how you really look. And I think it's something we should all be doing uh, daily because it's real. Um, no, you, you, like you're definitely not compassionate by avoiding the mirror. Um, you know, um, you're avoiding things then, and that's going to pass over into other things into your life. Um, like say, all right, I slept eight hours. My tracking device told me you slept eight hours, but you really only lost or slept six. You know, all these things add up over time, and it could, can destroy you in the long term. So not one perfect person is perfect now, and that's okay. You have to accept yourself for who you are and become the best version of that. Um, if you want body composition goals like fat loss or getting leaner, looking in the mirror, uh, taking a non-filtered picture and be compassionate about it could definitely be a better answer than doing something that's filtered uh, in my eyes. Um, so the idea of the mirror exercise is to face the mirror exercise is to face the truth. Compare yourself to you and work and gain more confidence in looking at the mirror and improving what you see and not like an imaginary picture that are on social media. Yeah, so that's the mirror exercise. You should try it out and hopefully you have fun with it. So the last thing is the mind-body scan. This is something that has definitely changed my thoughts, my mindset, and has helped me dramatically over the last year. Um, and I challenge you to do this too um, each day, just say for a week, and you'll understand where I'm coming from. Um, this is where this all this podcast ties together now it's about getting in tune with your body and about improving the whole person and uh, coming like getting away from that technology stimulation and mind, mind body scan tells you no lies basically um to you as it makes you aware of what is really going on around you and um, i personally do this in nature because that's that i just think that's where we came from at the end of the day deep down and I need to be in that presence to get that calm feeling of being alive and appreciating life. So, now that's my mindset. So, what is yours? What environment do you feel you can get into the into that time of peace and de-stress? Uh, the five-minute body scan helps you be in that present moment, wherever that may, may be. So, it's zero thoughts. It's shutting down the brain completely. No thoughts. If there is a thought, it's just one. Um... Do you, do you see where I'm going here? It's all about being in the moment and being aware of how life really is. Um, so it helps you slow down and appreciate what you have. Getting out of that fast lane life cycle and that we're trapped in basically. This can help you, like say, getting back and tune your body too in your daily life. So knowing when to eat, knowing when to stop eating. Work, like getting a good sleep cycle, a good sleep ritual. Getting a good exercise routine. Seeing what you're actually doing. Creating that body awareness is key for long-term results of any goal. And realise it when you're like doing that self-talk to yourself. You know, why are you doing that self-talk? Why is it negative self-talk? How can you make that self-talk a little bit better? That's the idea of a mind-body scan. You have to look at the things that you have and appreciate those little things that you have. You know, life can have its ups and downs. But there's probably more good in your life than there is bad. Just we tend to hold on to them negative things a bit more than we would on the positive things. 
I must say it's definitely, as I said, it's definitely a quite difficult uh, practice, but over time it definitely does help. You should test it out, sit down in a quiet spot, um, wherever that is for you, and see what your thoughts are right now. How are you feeling overall? How do you look at your life? Is it reflecting your uh, your identity, basically, um, your pursuit in life, or are you caught up in a stimulation of uncertainty? Because you're just gone crazy on that social media stuff. Um, knowing yourself and being true—that is the purpose of life. In being true to yourself, is that's the purpose of life in my I, my mind. And the five-minute body scan gives us that reflection, self-reflection about our feelings, about ourselves, and others, and our thoughts. You know, it creates that awareness. And I guarantee you, once you do this and start doing this, you'll definitely get you. You'll definitely will get me is you'll see how others are really, really out tune with their bodies due to technology in my eyes. Yeah, so that's it guys. That is the technology uh, stimulation or whatever you want to call it um, podcast. Uh, so lots of technology. Um, hopefully you see where I'm coming from. Um, so be careful of the dose. Try and get more in tune with your body. Um, try to be more aware of what's going around you. Um, if you're trying to reach goals, keep it simple, not complex. Um, and enjoy the process. And as I always say, one thing at a time. Yeah, so as I said, if you want to find out a little bit more about me or get in touch with me, you can get me on Instagram or Facebook at Tommy Laney Fitness. Um, I also have my new website up at TommyLaneyFitness.com. Um, you can see the programs that are running there. I have a group program uh, coming up pretty soon. And I also have one-to-one -one, uh, personal coaching as well. Um, I have... I think, yeah, it's next Monday, February the 8th. I have a free two-week sleep program um, because I definitely, from experience with clients, definitely one of the biggest thing people are not working on. They think they're getting enough sleep, sleep but I can guarantee you, you're not. Um, and sleep is the base of everything else that's happening in your life. Um, decisions um, when it comes to food, exercise, energy, everything. Um, so that's February the 8th. And yeah, that's it. So get in touch with me if you want to do that. Um, as I said, if you want to check out my website, um, I have a program coming up in March. There's the Lean Body Program. You can check that out, see what it's about. Uh, get in touch and I hope you have a great day and I'll chat to you soon.